This week on The Reverse Stick, Pro League Changes, Video Exchanges, Australia Rearranges and EHL Amazes. Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name is John Lee and my co-host is Matt Allen. How are you, mate? G'day, g'day, g'day. I'm good, mate. It's uh, a little bit, little bit more of a sensible hour to be recording the show than our last, uh, last offering in show 90. Uh, apologies for some of the foul language. Um, the... Uh, the regula- regulatory authorities have been in touch. No uh, chickens uh, this week. Uh, no, no chooks. What? Boom, boom. Foul language. Oh, ah, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, that's some of the comedy Ooh, gold you can expect on this one. That's the end. We've got highbrow to start with. Uh, how you going, John? How's your hockey week? Well, five days or whatever well, it was since we last recorded. this week. No, you missed out. I, you? I, had to, yeah, I had to attend another sporting event. Which was quite interesting because uh, I yeah that was a, a, local, a local AFL game here. Yeah. Oh, listen, we're a hockey show, mate. Fifty-eight thousand people. Yeah, mate. Yeah, Fifty-eight thousand people. We're a hockey show. Oh, That's could have been hockey players. But anyway, I always feel somewhat. It, I, I like football. I grew up with football uh, as being part of what you did when you were a kid playing around. I, I love the game. I think it's a great game. Might have tinkered with it a bit too much in recent years and turned it into something it wasn't when I was a kid. But that's another argument. I don't think we need to talk about the footy now. I think we can leave that until later in the show as a bit of a, a talk about numbers and scale and things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think... I like it, a, but sometimes it leaves me depressed going there to see all those people there for a football mm. game. I, uh, yeah, because I think about hockey in it. But anyway, it's what it is. They pay me to be there. I'm quite enjoying it. Okay. Um... How was your hockey weekend? Two gamer. Two games, yeah, good. Two two games, two wins. Uh, only gave one go- goal away to the opposition. Um, full back. Do I have to reach into their little uh, FH umpires? They, well, umpire kit. In fact, I lent it. I did lend the kit <laughs> to uh, Gonzo, who who umpired the the forties game that I played. He wasn't quite sure what to do with about twenty seconds left in the game, where I had a coming together with an opposition player, ended up on the floor. Um, and uh, the ball was almost underneath me and he kind of tried to, tried to play at the ball and I adjusted my body a little bit and the ball got wedged underneath um, then the whistle got blown uh, it took me an awful long time to get up <laughs> Real news <laughs> OK uh, what you got? What you got? What's oh, been well, happening in the international, international world? Yeah. Uh, I think last week we mentioned uh, Korea versus Chile in the women's playing in. Yeah, we did because Yin Chun. Remember? That's right. Um, CHI. It was nil all draw in the first game. Second game was a one all draw. Then Korea got on top of the Chileans 3 nil in the third game. And the last game was a one nil victory to Korea. Have we so got the, uh, the unified side happening in Korea yet? Or is I that something? So. Not, not, not yet. I don't, I, That's one for I the future. Hadn't followed that one up, to be honest. Uh, but can we'll make, can you just make a little note of that yeah, for yeah. Coming, coming weeks? Korean uh, unification. Yeah, that's right. Okay. If, and if, if we can get that sorted out as soon as possible, that would be no fantastic. Okay. Pass that on. Uh, also, some test matches between Japan and Chile for the women. Uh, these were played at Ibarari. <laughs> oh. Where was it? So it's no better on a Wednesday night <laughs> earlier, is it? Uh, Ibaraki in Japan. Lovely place. Uh, fabulous. Uh, Japan got up 1-0 in the first match. They got up in the second game as well, 2-1, with the next game to be played as we speak in a couple of days' time. So Friday, that would be. If you happen to be listening to this on Thursday, you might be able to catch it somewhere. Um, that's the international stuff. Um, of course, We've had the Pro one. League's having a weekend off internationally, so they did have games and a flurry of goals, and you can find out all about it um, after tomorrow when... We're sort of this week's totally pro league is recorded and comes out. Yeah, we're switching yeah, around yeah. this week. Just because just uh, there's no pro league this week, we're, we're having one that straddles the two weeks, so that's coming out in the next couple of days. Very sensible. That's it news. Gives you a bit. That is news. 
Uh, UK, uh, sorry, not UK, English finals were held at the oh, yeah, Valley yeah. Hockey and Tennis Centre really over the hockey. weekend. Great hockey and yeah. streaming available from Galvanised Hockey throughout for that fantastic coverage. Thank you for bringing us, uh, bringing us that globally and for free. Hashtag live stream hockey. Check out at the Hockey Live on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Surbiton earned the sixth straight title in the Investec Women's Hockey League, a 1-0 win over Holcomb, uh, courtesy of a penalty stroke from Giselle Ainsley. Uh, tight match there, so fantastic. Well done to Surbiton. Of course, the men are involved in EHL this weekend, and they were involved in the men's final as well. Um, alas, they didn't come home with the Bickies. Hampstead and Westminster, um, they're... 125 years in existence and it's their first ever top title and uh, we talked about it last week good luck to Quan Brown we said didn't we, we and did we, I think we've got a little bit of audio courtesy of Jade Bloomfield and Hockey World News so Quan's first time in the club's 125 year history national champion let's that feel uh, I've lost the words still, uh, still in shock a little bit especially um, we we knew we were good enough to do it. Uh, we played well all season and we've had very close games at Silverton. Um, uh, but there's that element of doubt because, you know, we had a chance to do it at the indoor. We, we slipped up. We had a chance with the league where, you know, we could have fight for the league. And we slipped up at a crucial time. Yeah. Uh, last year we lost in shootouts. And it just had that slight element of doubt as in, uh, could, we, uh, could we pull it off? So to actually execute um, uh, our, our game plan and play the way we did, and see the game through was uh, is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, just really, just really happy that um, that we were able to yeah, to keep our cool and uh, and execute our game plan. Excellent. What did you say to the team to give them that belief that you can go one better from last year and win it this year? Because every year we got better and better, and uh, the, our our sort of our team talk was all around just be, being like emotionally in control. So we want to fight, we want to win, but we don't lose any players by stupid tackles. Um, we did give away one silly corner from a stupid <laughs> tackle, but um, but generally just uh, being really composed, composed, uh, kind of balanced emotionally. And if we stick to our game plan, like we know they cannot beat us, because uh, anytime we play outside our game plan and we do something else, then give them an opportunity. So our whole talk was just our whole chat was just staying level, staying emotional, staying balanced, sticking with the game plan. So. Uh, it's really good that we executed it uh, as really well. Yeah, and then one life word for about the ladies. First time oh. they made national prem. Yeah, well, we are really uh, we're really proud actually. And just for the club in itself, that both men and ladies, I think, in the Premier League is just uh, is, is, is really good. Um, and for them, we were also very nervous because last day they went through the same thing, won the conference, and then lost that first game, and it wasn't looking like it was going to happen. Uh, and then for them to come through the way they've done, uh, it's uh, really really good. So I think. Hopefully, um, that's given the club an extra little boost because Hamza was always that sort of sleeping giant, I think. Yeah. They always finished seven to eight, just enough to not get relegated. Um, and uh, it was like, it's completely turned it around. We're in the hockey great, all the hockey great. So hopefully we can just, yeah, we can just keep, keep pushing forward. And uh, I definitely know one of the things that um, will be high on our agenda is if every year we got better and better, the next thing for us, which is going to be really important is that your English teams don't do not well in Europe we must yes. uh, we must make sure we do the, the England proud and, uh, and put ourselves in a position to get into that top four yeah. we must yeah. super thank you Bob All right, thank you thanks super stuff there from Quan and thank you from Jade from Hockey World News uh, he's an absolute gent John and I couldn't be happier than to uh, to see him uh, Get get the win and take out the, uh, the the national championship. Fantastic stuff. Uh, I, do it, know, it, I do know that you uh, you have a secret of a, a Facebook account you run, the Quan Brown Fan Club Facebook page. Oh, mate. And uh, you've been you've been a long time supporter of what Quan's yeah. qualities. Yeah, super ambassador for the game. Now yeah. in the game itself, it was a three-one win for Hampstead and Westminster. Two goals from South African. Drag flicker supreme Matthew Guys Brown, um, a uh, Tom Sawsby goal um, kept Surbiton in it, but uh, Sam French late in the game sealed the win 3-1. There, um, yes, there was mention of course about the uh, Hampstead women's team um, 
going up. They had a 7-1 win. Here's a link for you. Uh, a 7-1 win against Stourport to, to make their way up into the top division now. Hampstead and Westminster coached, of course, this year by Kate Richardson-Walsh. Um, we talked about that with Kate, oh, geez, a few months back prior to taking on the role, and she was uh, really excited. I think maybe around the Women's World Cup time, I think it was, when we spoke to Kate. Anyway, uh, she was in charge of Hampstead and Westminster. I think Mossy might have been in charge of Stourport, um, another um, <laughs> ex-guest on the show. Uh, so commiserations, Mossy and the, and the Stourport side, but well done to Kate and Hampstead and Westminster there. Um, yeah, going, that qualifies them for... Do they go into the... No, no, they go into the... No, no, they go into the Investec Women's Premier Division. So they're, oh, the they're, they're going up a tier yeah, yeah, from, yeah. from the conference uh, playoffs. Um on the men's side, Old Georgians uh, have gone up. And, of course, uh, who was the big signer for Old Georgians this year amongst a, a few other high-profile players? Sam Ward. Oh, okay. um, And it was a bit of a surprise when it, when he dropped down um, to the, the, the second tier. Well, they had an 8-1 win over Haven't um, to take them up into the Investec Men's Premier Division. Sam play? Uh, I'm just looking at the... Yes, he did. Oh, uh, yes, he did, yeah. Um, was in amongst the goals scored one doo, 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 doo. just got the one listed there he probably got more than that though um, and University of Exeter a 3-2 win over Bowden uh, so they go up into the top division next year they've uh, good strong side there for a number of years out of uh, Uni of Exeter so well done there and the Players um, of the Year Award, Sophie Bray um, on the women and uh, Alan Forsyth at Surbiton, um, the Investec Women's and Men's Hockey League Players of the Season. Sophie Bray finished with 18 goals at East Grinstead. Uh, Alan Forsyth, he's a goal machine, scored 28 times, winning both the top scorer and the player of the season for the fourth year in a row. Huh? And getting his chance with Great Britain. Finally, yes, and great stuff. Yeah, doing well. Oh, so there you go. That's your that's your roundup there from uh, England. Do you want me to take you through your, your team of teams of the year? Hey, you, do you want to do one of those um, those like soccer readings and just go through every club and you can you know East Grinstead <laughs> too. <laughs> we can do. No, we should move on because there's Alan Forsyth four. Of course, there's there's breaking news. Well, it's not breaking. It's ongoing news. Which DHL. It's on right now. Right now, yes. It is. Look, it, it's on. You can't see it because it's radio, but you can hear it. <laughs> uh, it's not radio, but it's podcast. It's, it's podcast. It's on television. I think it's the word I mentioned. Yes, they wouldn't uh, want to lose the services oh, of O'Donnell, that? that's for sure. Hello, Nick. Nick. How you doing there? Thanks for mentioning the crash ball. And the bully, obviously, in the first game with Mannheimer. Uh, and the shout out for the rest of the finding some space down the left hand channel. Oh, mate, he hello. He needs some support, darling, with nothing on his right hand side. That's where the space was. Yes. Sorry, we're trying to do a podcast here, boys. Do you mind? Um, yeah, we'll but just, yeah, thanks, we'll thanks, thanks, thanks. Can you just turn Skype off, please? <laughs> it, it is on as we speak in the background to us recording this podcast and currently it's Three Rock Rovers 2 taking on the KHC Dragons Dragons Uh, yeah it looks as though uh, Dragons are probably going to sneak this one been a super game so far it's always hard to record a podcast when you're trying to watch a game of hockey at the same time Um, and an entertaining game of hockey plenty of uh, KH well a big KH KO stuff big KF16, do you mean? That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can catch all the action, John. Where can you find it? On EurohockeyTV.org. Is it? Yeah, or you can go to EHLHockey.tv and click on the Watch the Live Stream and it will take you through there. And you have um, to sign up, but it doesn't cost you any money. No, you just easy, use easy business. They've got the nice little rotating scoreboards going around as well. And I, I noticed Scored popped up on there. And, of course, the Scored Fantasy League, the EHL Dream Team, is up and running. Hopefully you've joined ours. Um, maybe you're listening to this show for the very first time because you signed up and you want to win that fantastic signed Kookaburra's uh, training singlet. Uh, the keyword for this <laughs> I week don't even know. is what is it? Is pro league. All right. So that's uh, last week. There was a little clue for uh, the, thing, the, thing, the, thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing that we eat. Um, at games and uh, this week's this week's one is Pro League did we give out a clue last week well we did yeah 
yeah, we, what do we like to eat? What do we like to eat the oh, uh, hockey right. stadiums? Okay, okay. Yeah. so we can get yeah. that, that's, yeah, that's that's question one, and then uh, by next week we'll do number three. And if you're you're top of the uh, the mini league that we've got set up on there, then we'll ask you those three pre-qualifying questions in order for you to be able to claim the prize. If you can't give us the answers on those, no chance. Okay. And failing that would rig it some other way than an actual list. Have we rigged it already? So one of us wins. Well, it won't be me. No, I didn't pick Payat. He scored three in the opening game. Um, Mannheim no three Payette. five. No, he's staying at Mannheim, mate. No one's picking him. Why? Why? Hey. What have you heard? Uh, he's staying at Mannheim. No one's picking him. For Argentina. Did I hear that? What? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, let's get to the serious stuff now. <laughs> if you'd like to. Well, where, yeah, where do we start this week? Bus, where, busy, where we busy week, busy week in Lausanne uh, so far. Geez, they were up and at it from about 7am on Monday morning. Uh, we were expecting something at the back end of last week on uh, the disciplinary, disciplinary committee ruling with regard to Pakistan's pull-out of the well, Pro let's League. Let's start there. There's a lot of peas in there, isn't there? Pakistan Pro League. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's not happening either, apparently. No. Oh, no, there's, <laughs> well, no, there's delays in that and, <laughs> and another tournament, um, at, at one, of, one of the Air Marshals tournaments, I believe. Oh, just a little break. Uh, oh, KHC Dragons are down to 10 players. 10 players and 3 Rock have got a corner 351 to oh, go in the fourth. Four it's come out well. It's nice Dragons. Oh, is he gone? Top post, corner? He? No, it's, is it in? No, it's a, it's a six, I think the Jeez. postman's got it. It's bounced out to the 25. Jeez, he's whacked that. Anyway. Um, sorry. <laughs> what was your train of thought? You've totally lost it by trying to watch a game of hockey at the same time. He's mesmerised, folks. <laughs> he's just totally mesmerised at the moment. Now let's get back to talking about what, whatever you were saying. Uh, what was it? What well, that's, was the, that's what I'm asking you. Pakistan, that's what yes. we we're talking about. Um, yeah, we went to hear the, the the results from the disciplinary committee hearing, and we got them. A fine, which makes perfect sense. Um, and that's all we've really heard so far, isn't it? I, I picked it up out of uh, the international news in Pakistan online publication. There um, has there been any official announcement? Nothing out of Pakistan. Nothing out of the FIH. But there's a news report that it's yeah, well, it's be unnamed. Um, Pakistan oh, hockey, hockey officials, hockey officials no. or F, no, I think it was actually an un, unnamed FIH source. Do they for all this live one. in the same apartment building? Well, you'd, you'd never be able to get a letter to, letter <laughs> to them, no, would you? you uh, um, okay, so they, they find them. They find them. Um, not being financial enough to be in no, the pro league, they no, find them. I think Is that was right? about 150,000 euros. Does that sound about right? Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, th- I think yeah. it looked, did something like that, and it, you know that I makes perfect sense to a, to a side that yeah. yeah can't afford the flights to to go and play one game uh, in the pro league. Uh, yeah, just fine them. However, however, I understand, John. But there's rules and statutes within within but, the pro league documents apparently that would have, you know, that should be just adhered to. But we've all just stipulated. You, you've done this, this is what the rules say, that's it. But we've also had within rules in the past, and I thought it was the case in this uh, in this situation as well, that there would be a ban from playing international hockey for a certain period of mm. time. And there's no mention of that at all in, in the limited information that we do have on that. Um, and it begs the question, is there a door open still for Pakistan to play Olympic qualifiers um, I would suggest yes hockey series finals or whatever the thing beyond that is where um, there's a coming together with a pro league and spots open up for ranking sides rather than teams that finish second or third in respective finals competitions uh, you know there's opportunities with the likes of Japan Wales Scotland playing if they all win their groups then it uh it provides greater opportunities for those lower down the rankings, doesn't it? Particularly as the rank as the rankings stand now, the, the rankings will be very different after we finish with pro league and hockey series finals, and you, you'll find Pakistan will drop down, won't they? Uh, you you'd think so. Yeah, well, they haven't, haven't had any games. Yeah. So, mind you, if you look at the way the pro league works with their magic uh, percentage formula, teams can 
can go up the table without having played. It's it's a magic thing. Well, if you play one game, just win that one game, you're top of the ladder, aren't you? Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's right. It. Maybe that's something to consider. Maybe that's what Pakistan are doing, and they're looking for a late entry. Yeah, they'll play. Just, yeah, just play the last game. Just play the last round yeah. game. Take a chance. <laughs> You're listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Next up, Matt, let's get to the big one. It's been a... Uh, well, it's, it's been something that's not only been big hockey news here, but it seems a lot of people overseas are, are having a look and paying attention at, at what's just been announced by Hockey Australia, because a new era begins. Hockey One is here. It is indeed. Um, now, it's no surprise to us. We've talked about... Hockey won in the past, and we also talked about all of the trials that took place in the last round of AHL and, and, and beyond, um, which, well, we we voiced a little bit of displeasure and a bit of concern at, and we're talking about things like the pump play, uh, we're talking about the, uh, the shootout conversions, we're talking about nine aside, we're talking about... Um, game split, tried. game split between uh, men's hockey, mixed hockey, and women's hockey. Yeah. Um, and a whole raft of different things, which um, some were met with ridicule by the global community. Um, some things were embraced. Not, not many of them, but some things were <laughs> embraced. Yeah, no, true. Um, well, look, let's let's first of all to look at this. Go to the the Hockey One website. Okay, so. Th- we we got the, uh, the little teasers came out yesterday. Some oh, big big, big big announcement coming tomorrow, and uh, and then boom, straight from the off this morning, uh, new hockey one um, social media accounts launched, mm. and individual media accounts launched for each of the uh, I'm going to say this in inverted commas city franchises. And uh, boom, it was announcement after announcement. It's been going all day long. And there's been um, posts in various, uh, certainly online, of national press. And some of the more regional press have been getting some stuff out there. We've had some um, uh, studio uh, quality broadcasts from Sandra Sully on Through Social Media. Now, she's a Hockey Australia board member but also quite a high-profile um, broad- newsreader news on uh, com- commercial networks here in Australia. And Sandra's been used in the past. She's an ex-player. She's been used in the past to um, headline some of the uh, announcements that have come out in, in Australian hockey and is a great supporter of the game. And there's no doubt that we really need people like Sandra um, to tr- try and wield some sort of influence uh, in in the Australian media landscape to get a bigger voice for hockey. And because she does sometimes, occasionally, like at tweets. Yes, well, yes, Bless yes, Sandra. Did, Thank you. Yeah, did did one t- tonight actually? Yes. Oh, look, Sandra, she's got good following. She's up in the tens of thousands, isn't she? Oh yeah, no, Sandra's big, pretty yeah, good. big, yeah, big, big, a big name in Australian news. Um, back to the point. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, look, I got the uh, the email here this morning as well. The, not the email. What was the social media post and the uh, attached article? Yeah. Oh, you'd have you'd have got five emails as well. And you also have the hockeyone.com.au website that has its. Oh, wait, wait, wait! This security issue. Guards, just let me know. Oh, there. Just hang on, just say say that website again. Website address again, and see if it. Hockeyone.com.au. No, it, no, wasn't, no, it wasn't, wasn't that upset. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. No. Um, yeah, there must, must be some uh, security issues at the moment with the... Uh, yeah. Well, Maggie, well Maggie, the podcast dog's looking after us anyway. Yeah, that's it. She's, she's still going strong. So we're back to the world. We'll never get through this. Okay. So we've got Hockey One being announced. We, we knew something was coming. They announced they were doing away with 90-odd years of, you know, of history and creating some new brand, etc. By by losing the Australian Hockey League, the, yeah. the traditional state championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which would mean... So At senior level. Just refer back to the question posed to Quan Brown about 125 years and uh, their first national title and... That's why history is important. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on. They've taken this uh, this, this change of direction. Excuse me. Um, now on the on the 
um, questions that they have here, you know, question, uh, FAQs. FAQs. Why have Hockey Australia launched a new domestic league? Hockey One is a reimagined sport and entertainment product, putting hockey fans first with a new concept, new format, new club identities and, for the first time ever, new access for fans with matches streamed live. It's real hockey reimagined. That's really good, but why have Hockey Australia launched a new domestic league? Yeah, just uh, the, old, the old league... Um Broadcast would have been good, wouldn't it? As a <laughs> in prime time. Okay, look. No, no, I understand it's 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 different. It's not that bringing together the the the, the weekly competition or the the competition competition over three weekends that happened as well. It's uh, oh, that there's definitely a stalker somewhere. There's, there's somebody from Hockey Australia they're, not oh, happy. I think that's what yeah, it is. They're, they're they're looking in the walls here. They're probably planting bugs as we speak. She's onto it though, mate. Talking about right. bugs. Your your shirt's still in the corner over there. Hey. Huh? Yeah. It's only done one game this season. Yeah, only okay. one. Yeah. There'll be more. So, um, look, it's, it's come out to a, a lot of fanfare, um, but there's still a lot of detail missing. And I, I think I spoke last week or the week before about can we stop launching things before we've actually finalised what they are? We go off cock hatted. Is that a term? We've got, yeah, yeah we go off cock hatted. Uh, thanks. Um, Thinking, oh, we've got to do something. Let's do this. We've got to launch it. We've got to get it out there. Um, we'll worry about the detail afterwards. And I'm talking about everything. Pro well, League, pro in, in, you know, especially. In, in, yeah, in particular. Um, we don't know what the rule changes are going to be. There were lots of things tried. Why don't we know what the rule changes are going to be just yet, John? Well, why why well, isn't, why isn't that information that, available? Look, there's an FAQ here, uh-huh. as we mentioned. Will there be new rules? Not what rule, but, but will there be new rules? We're working through this based on the fan player feedback from the 2018 AHL, where we employed pump plays, goal conversions and shootouts for any drawn matches. Watch this space. So, we've got... And, and all the other things we spoke about before that were, were trialled. We, we've got a marketing campaign. We've got some team uniforms, but we have no rules. We have no fixtures. We have no schedule. In fact, one of the graphics that was put up today said uh, there were seven teams, as there are, um, and they were going to play seven rounds. <laughs> which, <laughs> so they're going to play. They're going to play themselves, are they? Is that how one of those rounds is going to work? I, just little things like that. Well, let, John, let, let, me, let me take you through the teams that are going to be involved. Now, on, on the little video, well, this is one thing they have they have told us about. Is the names of the teams and the uniforms, and we know apparently one or two of the players that are going to play for for the different Maybe. city franchises. Well, probably because, undetermined as yet. Well, yeah, because it will go down to a draft system, or uh, yeah, it's, you, who knows? You won't necessarily told us. I imagine that there'll be some kind of stipulation on there'll be a certain amount of homegrown, um, and then everybody else will go into a pool. Now. Onto the franchises. So we've got seven city franchises. So this isn't uh, representing every state in Australia, because of course, if we spoke uh, a couple no, of weeks seven ago, seven city well, franchises. Yes, that's right. It is seven city franchises, John. You're right. So first off, we've got the Adelaide Fire, Fire, bona fide city, no doubt. South Australian capital, it's a city. Fire, hot. The Brisbane Blaze. B-L-A-Z-E Blaze from hot. Brisbane Hot Baby Not as hot <laughs> as fire Nice logo It's a, it's a B uh, Representative of Brisbane and Blaze And Adelaide Reminds is an F Representative of, of fire Reminds me of team That have orange in their logo Well, we'll move on uh, The Canberra Chill Because uh, it gets a bit cold there sometimes And they're obviously really relaxed In the uh, political capital of the country It's like a sea with an a- over the Alps So, But it's a city Canberra's a city. It's the capital the of the Australian city, Australian capital territory. And it's cold. Yeah. Adelaide, not Brisbane, like, not like Canberra. Not like cold, but it's cold. Hockey Club, Melbourne. Established 2019. <sighs> Hang on. No, keep going. All right. So, sorry, so they... So, the chill, the blaze, the fire, the Hockey Club, Melbourne. Okay, so there's obviously no hockey club in Melbourne called Melbourne Hockey Club at the moment. No, there isn't. There's there, there's other variations, but there's not. Okay, so they've claimed that one. So we've got cities, Canberra, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide. Next up, New South Wales, Pride. Oh, hang on. 
New South Wales. What's the, uh, well, Sydney's the capital of New, New South yeah, Wales, yeah. isn't it? But no, they're not. They're not called Sydney. They're, they're called New South Wales. I think they might have been a bit worried if they called it Sydney Pride. Oh well, there's another event. You know, just a, quite, yeah, crossover. Well, no, they've, 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 they've probably got the um, the IP on that already. Yeah. Um, but of course, you so the lion, the famous Sydney lion, the fam- sorry, the famous New South Sydney Wales Dwight, lion. Yeah. Oh, they're deadly, mate. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's probably a, yeah. Because the Osco around Drop that. Bears. No, no. It's, uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, oh, it you could go be the New South Wales Drop Bears. Mountains, and you, you know, if you're not getting taken by one of them bloody. New South Wales Lions, yeah. it's going to be a drop there. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. So we've got Adelaide, Brisbane, Canberra, Melbourne, cities, Melbourne Hockey Club, um, New South Wales Pride, um, because of the, the natural... Patent pending. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Perth Thundersticks. Oh, fantastic. Okay, well, Thundersticks is... That's uh, That's how new this competition is. Yep. The, the, when, when was that, 1986? That's the long-term name for the Western Australian... Uh, men's side, the women of Although course. they are re-tagged Perth Thundersticks, yep. not WA yep. Thundersticks. And a little bit of a, yep. a jiggle around on the logo. Um, uh, but the WA Diamonds, they disappear as, yep. the, as a name, but as, as the, a lot of oh, the other yep. traditional um, AHL teams. And then we've got finally the seventh and final side is the Tassie Tigers. Um, hang on. Tassie. Tassie. So not Tasmania. No. Okay, so Perth is a place, New South Wales is a place, Adelaide is a place, Brisbane, Canberra, Melbourne are all places. Tassie. Um, is, that, is there a place called Tassie in Tasmania? I don't know. No? Interesting. Uh, but if tigers. you're wondering about that, you can always open up a map and you'll see at the bottom of it, yeah. there's the map of Tassie. Yeah. But t- the Tigers is, is a traditional name for um, the traditional name for sporting teams. From Tasmania, it is, but it's not. But Hobart's the capital there, isn't it? Interesting. Unless you Oof. happen to live in Launceston, and then they think that well, Launceston's look. the capital and Hobart's just pretending. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I, I read a little bit of debate. Some of the posts uh, on on the Hockey One post today, particularly out of Brisbane, and there's a fair few people that were upset that there wasn't a, um, a Queensland broader uh, name because it uh, uh, people in regional clubs work really hard to say, look. You don't need to move to the to the the capital cities to have success in the game. We we can help you do it here. And look, you look in the, the history of clubs: uh, Rockhampton, Mackay, Matthew Swan, Jamie Dwyer, Matt Goders, Mark Knowles. Um, incredible pedigree out of country hockey. And I get, you know I kind of understand what they say. Well, we sit in a privileged position here in Perth. Uh, being the capital city, there, there is a natural move for hockey players to come here because it's the, the best hockey certainly in the state and nationally a lot of players are drawn here as well. So um, there's an interesting mix marketing-wise there, I, I figure, and it and it and it doesn't really seem to be that consistent. Um, it's pretty. Okay, look, what what have we got at the moment? We've got basically we've got a concept and we've been given some uniforms. Honestly, well, concepts of uniforms because the photo shoots haven't got the, um, the the proper shorts and socks. No, it's, it's just got it's just got the plain jersey. Yeah, yeah. I look at those, the New South Wales pride. That's a terrible. That's just terrible. It just looks shocking. Uh, the WA it's shirt. A, isn't it like it's kind of um, it's, a, no no? Isn't it like sixty um, niners, like kind of that gold and red and red not, and black. It, it looks like some branded uh, Tassie, t-shirt. The Tassie shirt's not as green as it should be for Tassie. The WA uh, shirt is just terrible. Terrible, it's some sort terrible. of little logo on the front of a white T-shirt. Um, and as <laughs> as for the Melbourne chalk milk carton... <laughs> um, well, hopefully they're going to sponsor the Masters. Yeah, 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 yeah Masters, it's just, it looks They look like a chalk milk carton. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I'm, I'm not thrilled with them necessarily. And uh, you know it'll be really good for the umpires, considering they're all wearing black shorts and black socks. That, that that's just, make that's just a photo game. shoot. Don't worry, no, that, yeah, the, the, the new ones are coming. But but here's well, the once thing: once again, the, it's a situation suddenly being launched that's not actually finished. It's not, it's it's not, not ready, ready to go. To go. Yeah. No. Um, and uh, look, uh, as much as we've we've shouted it down and queried queried it and queried some of the the, the, the trials and different things that have happened. I want hockey to be a success here, 
overseas, where anywhere in the world. I want hockey to be successful. So, um, but I think we have to call it out every now and again when we think that the efforts that are put in are just time wasted for our game. Um, and and yeah, another idea just rolls over. Somebody moves on. Oh, some more more people moving on from the FIH uh, this week as well. well okay, look. So, the, the background briefer given to this by um, by Hockey Australia reads, background, new concept, Hockey One is a new league name, yes, representing elite and unified with males and females under the same umbrella with a new logo replacing the Australian Hockey League, AHL is the elite domestic competition for pathway and pathway for hockey roos, kookaburras and the next generation of Australian talent. So this is supposed to be the pathway competition. The premier, the premier top level. To Olympic representation and and international hockey, right? Okay, the new format. Hockey One moves from the AHL's carnival-style tournament to an eight-week home-and-away league running, blah, 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 blah. Men and female leagues will run concurrently. Well, there's nothing new about that format, quite frankly. I mean, at different times, they've, they've... stuffed around with all sorts of home and away league formats uh, over the years so it's just not a new format um, new club identities there will be seven new clubs with new names colours logos and clubs. identities it's clubs no they're not new clubs they're the association teams they're representative of the association they're no more different than yeah. w- they're yeah. not clubs well, they're, they're franchises clubs. held by those associations which that, they, that have been which able they to afford to pay how much well, was it 200, 200 it was grand a lot of money like that, to join up for Maybe this more. Now, new access for fans. Well, they're going to stream it. That's nice. New rules. Well, I would assume that if you're running a competition that is the pathway and elite domestic competition for hockey roos, kookaburras and the next generation of Australian talent, you'd be following the rules of those competitions that those teams would be competing in. So. Well, did we not, did we not hear some time back that, uh, Hockey Australia were told by the FIH. Yeah, we did hear that. Stop, stop, knows. stop, stop messing around. Uh, you, if you, you need to, uh, you need to fall under our guidance, particularly when it comes to the TV deals, which, which have been struck by the FIH for international um, competition with Fox Sports. The one the bit that worries me though is Hockey One's move from the AHL style carnival tournament to an eight-week home and a leg running from blah blah. That one gets me because essentially what you're doing is holding the AHL's carnival-style tournament, but throwing several flights and accommodation costs well, a lot, on a lot, top of it yeah, along the lot. way. And, and you're, only playing, you're only playing each other once. Yeah. Three games at home, three away. And then into a finals competition. And then into a finals competition. So it, it's but but for the players, for the players involved, the commitment ex- required ab- ab- above it being... You know, potentially for some people that are, are in, in careers they can't get away from too easily... Um, to have 10 days away to get it all done, but to be beholden for a potentially, a, you know, for that eight, 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 eight weeks, weeks um, and whatever training times or anything else that's required in between just the flying away for the weekend for the game. Well, well, who knows when the games are scheduled? They might, might all be on what they might be Wednesday nights. You know. Yeah. And who knows who will be playing where. And there's, I would have thought there's issues that when you launch something like this, you've got covered. At the moment, all we're getting, all it is, is a press release about something that they want to do, not something that they, you know, oh, these details to follow, these details to follow, these details yeah, to follow. Yeah. Well, when you launch something like this, yeah. have the details. Yeah, I want, it, I want it to be successful because I want hockey to be successful. I want our administrators to plan a little bit ahead, um, and maybe a, a bit beyond the life cycle of themselves in a role. <laughs> You're listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and I believe you need to make a couple of retractions. Uh, uh, yes, we made comments about umpires getting paid €100 Euros a game uh, in <laughs> FIH tournaments. Uh, <laughs> some pay in the Pro League, um, but FIH tournaments, of course, they do it for love and the expenses and the camaraderie of being there and... Uh, um, yeah, blowing the whistle on the international stage or whatever the other roles may be in the box. Um, zero. You might as well come over here, here to Perth. I'm crying out for umpires left, right, and centre. Fifty bucks a game. Well, that's that's another one that comes back to administrators, doesn't it? About getting some simple things right in hockey before we start wondering about these huge, great big 
ginormous plans. If we can't, if if a hockey association can't have organised an umpire on the Friday before a Saturday afternoon game, something's going wrong. And to have to even ask, have the what was going on? Ask ask one of the clubs participating in that game to organise an umpire is yeah. Anyway, we we need, we need to work on the basics, John. Just like you on the hockey field, mate. Oh, that's it's it. Hit, trap. Yep. Pass, run. Move your feet. Move your feet. Yeah. Okay, where are we moving to now? Well, where are we going to go? Traction. Well, we're on Hockey uh, World News. You got to read that. Uh, Hockey World News. Oh, you sprung that on me. The next edition is due out. Uh, oh, like about now, and maybe tomorrow. I think it's. Did you uh, get a sneaky copy? Um, I've got a sneaky copy on the phone, so I'm just uh, bringing it up now. I know for certain, John. There's a few, a few, uh, a few friends of ours from around and about that are um, <laughs> quite happy about this. Co- con- contributing to this uh, latest episode. The very first quick glance I had on the uh, the, the opening page, we've got a uh, Harpreet Lambert. She's involved this time around. I'll tell you what it's all about in a moment. But uh, hang on, let me go straight to the articles page. Harpreet, of course, one of our push past pundits, a great uh, reporter on Indian hockey. Um, We've got Stephen Finlater, um, who unfortunately his three Rock Rovers boys have just lost their uh, 4-2 in knockout 16. We're not going to see that banner. Uh, Bernardo Fernandez uh, from South Pass, who was your totally pro-league co-host a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think the (laughs) co-host prior to that, just recovering from a knee operation, Keely Dunn. (laughs) She's got an article in there. Uh, And of course, uh, Jade's got some writing. Sarah Juggins from the FIH is in there. Who's talking about what? Uh, fading playgrounds. Um, Bernardo Fernandez takes hockey back to the streets. Uh, Stephen, of course, talks about the Euro Hockey League, and uh, boy, oh boy, can he talk about the Euro Hockey League. Um, Sarah Juggins has got a piece on uh, Max Caldas. Uh, Keeley has got a piece on what really grinds my gears. Now, there's a little bit. Well, this is probably a good point to bring in some audio that she we won't be grinding a knee that we've got. Um, yeah, let's go on to that. What grinds her gears? Well, part of that was in response to um, something you brought up in last week's show. I think you might have started this whole thing by asking the question originally: What did go on uh, in the game between India and Malaysia uh, when the whistle went for the short corner? Sure. Well, still to- not sure. But we have this. In the opinion of the empire, she gets the foul before the ball went off, it stays. This is not the first game you've done. No, it looks right. Thank you. Shama, this is so hard matches. Those guys. Serious. Don't be serious. Really? Well, that was Sean Morana. Should be right. That's the one. Um... And the final game. Oh, look, I'm still trying to get. Uh, well, we, ta- we talked about we talked about the results, didn't we? No one really was, knows. Um, and it, it was all a bit odd. But that was that was from Astro Arena uh, via social media. Um, I think maybe posted by FH yeah. umpires. Um, no, it was it wasn't originally oh, posted by Keely. It was posted by someone else. It was reposted by yeah, Keely. Okay, but, sorry, yeah, whoever you know, did it originally. I think I maybe Joe Jet Singh Randala yeah. um, popped it up there. Um, what was extraordinary was that there was obviously that there was an outburst on the sidelines and there was they were Sherd was unhappy about a decision but yeah we need to go back it's right at the end of the game yeah there's a short corner a blatant short corner Uh, I believe the score was one it was one one, no it was one nil up India were one nil up at the the time Um, and uh, yeah ball ball hit the Indian girl's foot inside the D there was no doubt about that the doubt was whether it it had, had hit her foot after the hooter or not I mean hoot, stuff the hooters anyway use whistles Jeez, uh, look the point being the umpire made a, a decision and sure didn't agree with it yeah and then had a little bit of an ice cream dropping moment <laughs> yeah. and had a bit of a hissy fit and called the girls off yeah now the girls didn't he, ask but he also called off. out somebody on the bench or somebody yeah. involved in the official done well, this, that this then, wasn't uh, the first time that, yeah, that no, I, uh, are you sure or whatever yeah. you, you heard yeah. it there yeah. um, dropped a couple of F-bombs I believe in there as well as you do sometimes when you have a, have a bit of a meltdown now look I would have thought this was a simple no-brainer no biggie on short as, as in you know oh. guess what coaches lose then yeah 
Yeah. And sometimes he, just pulled, he just pulled a funny face at me then. And and let's face it, on the on the scale of coaches melting down, it wasn't a real biggie, as as petty and as um, petulant as it may have been. It, yeah, it and look, and look, I, you know, I wouldn't have expected that um, he thought it would have been a big deal. He knew there was a camera there. Obviously, it wasn't uh, world stage of the you know, training games, um, but you still got to you still got to you still got to be press aware. Now, hockey India are very press aware. That's why they don't let anybody speak to the press. Now, exactly why he did that has been questioned by Keely Dunn. Now, for most of us, as I did, I thought it was just a coach having a little bit of a moment. Yeah. Calls his girls off, having a bit of a peak, hissy fit, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I mean, Keely, t- tough luck on Malaysia, they couldn't get the draw in, well, in, in, exactly in, in right. a test match. Well, this is where Keely's theory comes up. Is this, this is something coaches do. And unless you nip it in the bud, they, they will do that as... Sure did. Yeah, that, it's, yeah. that it's not actually just him losing the plot. It's actually a, well, here's here's an opportunity I can just yeah, well, an, an, an ongoing manipulation or just uh, you know a one-off. We can save we can save some points here or just. Well, you, you'd think that there was no point in doing that in a tournament such as that. Well, it wasn't a tournament. No, well, yeah, it was series, a few yeah, practice yeah, yeah. matches. Why yeah. would you care whether they get? Oh, well, we've already won the tournament. We've already won four games. Yeah. So they pinch a draw in the last seconds of the last game, or it, so. But I think what should have happened. Well, is that didn't, the it didn't seem that. But the, 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 that incident look didn't. It didn't look as though he was going right. I'm gonna. I want to save this here. But yeah, as much just, as I he was think upset was, with the decisions. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. as much as I think there was not that much to it as well. It was also a moment that the hockey authorities, whoever is in charge there, whether it be the FIH or Hockey Malaysia, whoever. It would have to be the FIH. No, Asia, Asia hockey, I would imagine, because it's two Asian hockey confederations. Well, there has, that are there, there has to be some comeback, and they should have stood on it immediately. And they, but they've been really silent on the whole event actually even occurring. This is a team that walked off. Okay, they walked off the field and left the playing field with time still to go and a game to play out. Yeah. So if you if you, have, if you walk off on a Saturday afternoon, exactly. what, what happens? Uh, we forfeit the game. Yeah, and what and and your scoreline is five zip five nil. That's okay. Right. Yeah, and, and I think that, that's pretty that standard. Been, that should have been a no-brainer for the, the the authority in charge of that game. Maybe they needed to get in touch with the FIH. Maybe it just fell entirely in the FIH's lap. But to do something quickly and proactively and you show they are on top of well, the game. Well, I, I don't know what the technical bench setup there was like. You would imagine it would be competent or aspiring um, international. Umpires and tech bench. It's a, an international series. You're not just going to ask somebody to come down from the stands to do it, are you? Um, but but we but we get confusion in games sometimes. And here's one of the things that we talk a lot about: the rule changes. And there's so many different things that can go on in, in our game, particularly when you the likes of you take kicking fullbacks out and um, you, you know, goalkeepers have diff- different situations, and, and when they can be on the field and when they can't be on the field. But this, and t- this is not a situation that required technical no, 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 no. to be on the ball at the time. This is a sort of issue where the FIA sits back after the event, and goes, you know what, that's not right. Well, I think they can, can't they? Well, they should have, and they should have done it. Quickly. Well, maybe they are. Maybe that's something else to go to, side, to, a, know, to a committee somewhere. Sure, should apologise, especially to Indian fans, if that they certainly felt like he'd let them down. Okay, it's no biggie if, if Sean come. I had a bit of a meltdown. Sorry, folks, I just lost it for a minute. This is how much I care about the Indian girls and 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 the team. And you know, it gets to me occasionally, but I'll I'll make sure that I. Mate, happen you know, again. you know the media re- regime he's having to work under. He can't he can't give interviews to people. He can't express oh, opinions true. on on certain things. Everything's got to go through through the office. Um, so if they say nah, stay storm, don't say anything. The, you know, quite often the Indian way, keep quiet long enough and, and it'll all disappear, and it does, Riff, this is it, storm in a teacup and, and, and it'll be over and gone. I, yeah, I, I I would like to see Shord come out and say something, and to say that, look, I'm really, I apologise for my behaviour, that it was wrong, and let us, let it be just the storm in the teacup. Yep, yeah, got my hand, I got it wrong. Well, I'm, no, I'm well, going to miss no, the next yeah. two games the Eves play. No, do you want that? Or no, do you want no, that? Mate, no, no, the no. guy drew, drew his team off the play. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, cannot go unpunished. No, but but would you rather, regardless of what the punishment would be, would you rather he comes out and says, 
No, I was really pissed off with this decision, this decision, this decision. There was and and gave some kind of qualification and and, and premise to to Mate, why, why to know to, to, to why. Why would you have done it for? If the umpiring was that bad, and you were so jacked with it. Why do you wait to the last minute, in, or the last few seconds of a game in a situation like that to do it? Boiling point, mate. Why did I get sent off with a yellow card with eight seconds to, to go the week before last? Because you antagonise umpires. <laughs> yeah, but you can only... <laughs> yes, all right, yes, I do, yeah, all right. Why do I no, leave it so late, though, to, to, you know, to, to blow the top of the umpire, to push them to that point? Well, why, did why didn't they send me off earlier when they probably should have? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, well, look, I, I just think it would be, it'd be nice if, if it was acknowledged and dealt with rather than left to fester and people question things you know within 24 hours you could have had a release saying look Sean Marana did the wrong thing when he took his team off the field before the game and it wasn't a good look and it wasn't a good thing but I don't think it's a mark on the char- of his character and who he is as a person well, he just had a moment well let me give, give you this example like, he, might, he, he might have been looking at the, the scoreboard opposite him and it wasn't in sync with what was happening with either the hooter or what the umpire was blowing. No shot and, it, and he's looked up at well, he's looked up at the scoreboard, and it's it's gone to zero already. And then they've gone into the D because something's not quite right by two or three second, second, seconds, seconds, <laughs> two or three seconds. Um, and and he, hang on, this is not the first time this has happened. We we don't have the context of it. Well, that's why they should be open about it. But from what we've seen, as a coach, in an international hockey match, took his team off the field. All I'll say is we need to hear Sherd's side of the story. Sherd, uh, that, That's why it should be give, opened give, up instead of just, as you say... Give us a shout. Give us a shout. You know where to yeah, find us. Yeah. We'd be happy to talk to you. We'll even present if, you with if, a new if, ice cream. If you're, if you're allowed. <laughs> you're listening to Matt Allen. And John Lee. And we're on... The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. You know, John, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. You can also go to net. catch every episode there, and the feature interviews separated off. Of course, you can contact us anytime you like on email, matt at net or... John at net. Get in touch. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us once again for episode 91 of the weekly Global Hockey Podcast. Hashtag bring back the bully, John. Bring back the bully. I made up a little song Please earlier. Bring remember. back the bully. Well, I'm just thinking with these new Hockey One rules that are coming in. Uh, Video. Well, they haven't decided yet. They haven't decided yet on the Hockey One rules, so there's still a chance of the bully. the bully. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Video, video, video. Video. Yes, video. well, we spoke last week about the uh, the notice that the Malaysian Hockey Confederation had with regard to the upcoming Hockey Series Finals in Kuala Lumpur, and they've been told, despite the fact you've got the facilities to provide video referrals, you're not allowed to, um, because we can't guarantee that every other nation that are hosting the series finals can also provide it and why can't they provide it because of lack of broadcast and so video referrals rely on full broadcast and not on streaming services john and we know this now because a letter went from thierry thierry to malaysian hockey confederation and it said just about that didn't it yeah pretty much um, nah, it said nah. <laughs> this is the way we're going with this one. I think I did bring that up last week, that that could be one of the reasons why they would do it. Um, rather than try to bring one or two nations up to standard when when, when others could do it. Well, it's, uh, what I want to know it, is that how, those, those, different how levels. those venues were chosen. Well, well, that doesn't, well, that br- doesn't that bring into, you know, well, what were you planning all along anyway? You just got to go to the FIH website and look at the 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 uh, the news, no, to the, to the media announcements. And we've got, of course, Banbridge are hosting the tournament now in Northern Ireland, and you've only got to scroll down sort of four articles, and it talks about Dublin host hosting it. 
so there was no due diligence done there to go and check on facilities. Now, of course, they checked on facilities here in Australia for the Pro League, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, the scout was sent down. Yeah. Uh, didn't didn't check if there were shot clocks in all of the venues, no. but uh, that's uh, that's by the by. Um, just one of the prerequisites of the competition. How long did it take, think it would take you to check that? About eight seconds? Well, maybe ten. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on. It's once again one of these cases of it's missed, of it's things being announced and then not thought through before. They they become, oh, we've got this concept, we've got this idea, we've got this marketing plan, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, oh shit, we can't afford to do that. Oh, oh but well, we've already started that, doing it. And that's that that sticks out with the executive board that has approved the changes to the 2020 and 2021 FIH Pro League schedule. This is the other announcement early this week. Building on the successful start of the very first FIH Pro League, the FIH Executive Board today approved upon recommendation from the National Associations participating in the Pro League the following principles of the match schedule for 2020 and 21. The league competition is maintained within the first six months of the year. Okay, All games remain home games, which means that someone will be playing at home. You won't have teams playing at a neutral venue. So, you know, Netherlands won't be playing Argentina in Sydney. <laughs> uh, the home and away principle is kept too, but this principle will be now split over two consecutive seasons and work according to the following example. In 2020, Team A will host Team B twice within a couple of days. In 2021, Team B will host Team A twice within a couple of days. This scheme reduces by half the travel of the teams compared to the current <laughs> format, therefore decreasing costs for teams, benefiting athletes' welfare and reducing the impact on the environment. But yep. you have to, that's important. That, well, you know, they've got that on next on the list underneath Korean unification. I was going to say world peace there. Yeah. Uh, they also confirmed that India's men's team will join the FIH Pro League from 2020 on, as was unanimous, unanimously supported by the other NAs. A year, a year ahead of schedule? A year ahead of schedule. A, a year ahead of, well, it's, wouldn't that be actually two years ahead of the uh, penalty for dropping out of the Pro League in the start? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, however that works out. They've done it. They've worked it out. Way, whatever. Uh, look, I, I'm disappointed that they didn't make them. The Indian women's team should be there as well. That's just my personal. Look, opinion. I thought that the announcement was also going to include additional countries um, being allowed in. Who, who, who'd want to? I don't know. <laughs> who could afford to? I don't know. Well, that's still going to be the the big issue, and at least, well, we, we've got to temper somewhat what we say because one of the things we praise the FIH for. In previous times, has been, you know, sometimes they they are quick to pick up on things and get, and change their mind on. And we've seen it with rule changes occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where mistakes and are made. Yeah, yeah. So we, I'm not going to criticise them for turning around and going, as we mentioned on the Totally Pro League podcast, that you know this is very much the beta version. So the idea they get even halfway through the season and, and go, look, we've got some issues we're going to have to sort out for next season. That that's Entirely understandable. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you have to wait and see how this schedule works out with, you know, do, so Australia goes, you, you could almost say in one season, Australia will be playing all of their games in Europe and next season they'll be playing all of their games at home. Yeah. It could work like that. Uh, but, it, but then you've got, you, you've, you're also in the situation there that those teams that have suggest we're going to be in, they're going to be there that the next next time around. Finances aren't great with it as it is. Um, as shown by the decision not to have video umpiring. I mean, that's a direct consequence of the cost of the, of the and, Pro League. Don't and, make any... Yeah, yeah. and just just streaming. It's, it's, it's uh, important for Olympic qualification. To have the Olympic support, you need to have those two routes of qualification. This is... A, this is a very big component in compliance as to what is demanded of the FIH by the IOC. Um, and yet it seems to be taking a, a second-tier kind of uh, level approach. It's honestly only something that's going to come back to bite them on the bum, considering these teams are playing for the right to play against teams that have been using video referral. Yep. It's, um, you know, it, it, it's a headache that's brought about essentially from poor planning to start with. 
Anyway, we should move on. Plenty of other. Hey, what else have you got? Oh. Come on, upbeat. Come on. Bring back the life to <laughs> hockey. Reimagined. Reimagined. I'm, I'm sorry. Are that's you? another thing. Reimagined. What a stupid word to use. The last 40 years of Real hockey. Soccer, Real uh, hockey. Real hockey. Yeah. Have, have I been in a daydream every yes, Saturday? Yes, you have. Yeah, you have. Years. You bloody have. You thought you had a good game every time. I did. I was just, <laughs> I was just imagining it, and now it's going to be reimagined for me. Yeah, it's not and just what the is real hockey? Well, it, well, hopefully, it's hockey untampered with, <laughs> left alone, as we actually play. I mean, it's so important. What we see is what we play. Like, we, we don't, as hockey players, we don't want to see something else that is alien to what we go out and do at the weekend. And let's face it, the hockey players are the ones, are the, are the hockey supporters at, at every level, and particularly at the top end. How many, okay, hopefully, at Harlequins, we're gonna, um, in England, we're gonna have GB versus, um, um, Australia, or I think Argentina as well. 15,000 people there. How many of those 15,000 do you think are non-players or people who've never played, let's put it that way, people who've never played the game before? What percentage? A, a lot lower than, of a percentage than the 58,000 people who turned out <laughs> at the Grand I was out on the weekend who, you know... Well, that's it. Okay. The same thing okay, so that was, an a, but that was an AFL... Yeah, well, that was an AFL game. How, yeah. how many people in that crowd would be current AFL players a percentage of that 58,000 in that crowd yeah not in the press boxes and not on roving mics on the boundary line yeah and not doing gigs in corporate boxes yeah uh, a handful uh, it's interesting, isn't it? And that's and that's our thing, you know. Hockey yeah. is supported by hockey people, and our authorities quite often forget this, and and uh, we're, we're over we overextend towards uh, markets we're not we're not quite there with. We've still got to win over the rest of the hockey market. The amount I've said this before, mate. The amount of people uh, that I play with and have played with over the years, they care about their game at the weekend and the group of people they're there with. And that's it. They couldn't give a stuff what was happening at the international level because they don't have a, a, a connect with it. And they get that connect through clubs doing stuff like the EHL. Yes. And that's sadly the model that we probably should have paid more attention to globally. I mean, that's where the, the power lies in soccer clubs, in soccer and football as a sport. It's with the clubs. Yeah, but, we, but, yeah, but we're also hockey as well. That's, that's the thing. Oh, we're, yeah, don't, don't get me wrong, uh, but I'll tell you what, they've got a pretty bloody good financial model, don't they? Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Neymar could, could pay for the entire hockey pro league how many times over just by losing his paycheck one week? I mean, you know, they're, they're the scales of economy we're talking about, and our sport is so far behind. Well, look, well, mate, there's there's plenty there's plenty of FIFA involvement, ex FIFA involvement now at the FIH, and I imagine uh, we're we're going to see a bit Did more you to come. New boots last week. We <laughs> after all the kind things we said about it. <laughs> okay, we've got to start wrapping this up. Come on, mate. Let's go. What's a, what's our last minute gag? What are we going to pull for the folks to? Enliven them after such a do we not have any negative? Men- we were very negative tonight. I was do, dreading this. <laughs> do we not have any mentions? We've got any special mentions. Obviously, check out ehlhockey.tv or eurohockeytv.org. Yeah, EHL on all over the Easter weekend. Super stuff there. FHM uh, shop. We've got a new Top of the D uh, podcast out uh, from Ross Bone. That's uh, I just saw that landed the other day, and there's the latest one also from Hockey Dev. Talk. Yep, saw that one. Uh, what's Ernst been up to? There's some Belgian stuff yeah, out from Ernst. Yeah, stuff happened. Yeah, I believe he's there at the uh, KO 16. He is, and, and so uh, so is Bernardo, and so is Stephen Finlater. Right. So uh, there was a bit of a a, a, ro- a ring going around of, <laughs> well, we of a couple photos. of photographs yeah. we did, yeah, from the press box and things like that. Hope you're enjoying your hockey there, gents. Uh, yeah, Keely Dunn, good luck with the uh, the post-op healing. The new knee's gone in there. Uh, what else have we got, mate? Oh, look, good luck on the... Well, we don't have to play this weekend. No, no games this weekend. No games, totally no. pro league coming out in a day or two's time. Special yeah. guest, Molina. I'm sure there's from something... From Argentina. I'm sure there's something else that we uh, we need to cover, but... There uh, is. Look. Just before we go, Mr. Allen. Yes. Um, 
Look, I, I've been told that I need to tell you something. Okay. You know that little package you got? Uh, yes. And, and the little bags and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's for the umpire to show to the players. Right. Yeah. You're it's not... not for you to show to the umpire. I thought it was a new grading system. No, no, no. They, they don't like when you... Send them off for five well, look, I think if we do it enough, John, and we get enough people involved with that campaign, we can get that going. Um, don't be afraid, boys and girls. If you're playing this weekend, or maybe, oh, maybe you're at a festival somewhere, whack a few cards in your pocket. If you're unhappy with the umpire's decision, just flash them one back. See you, folks. Checking the FIH social wall. Um, yeah, well, I've got it up on here now. Because I can't get it up. Sorry. <laughs> I can't get the F- I can't get up for the FIH social wall. Um, it looks like it's disappeared. FIH dot ch. Yeah. Chug a chug a new tab. No, here it comes. No, I don't want the pro league. No, I want to go there. No, I'm on the I'm on the homepage. The social wall is um. It looks like it's disappeared, John. Um, there used to be a little tab that links to it. Social wall profile. You know, rules Did you break the social wall? Uh, I think we broke the social 